Welcome to Divorce Diary Show Podcast. My name is Michelle Trena and I am the creator of Divorce Diaries. I am back from Florida. I did three shows the last couple days, Boca Raton, Punta Gorda. Sold out shows in Punta Gorda, almost sold out in Boca, only a few seats were left. I'm really proud of myself. I managed Alligator Alley driving through the night after my Boca show to get to Punta Gorda. So some beach time. The beaches in Boca were beautiful and it, water was warm and I did wish I had somebody to like kind of share that with like a, like a you know a partner to get like oh oil me up. Oh my gosh. But I didn't you know it's fine. I'm, I'm on a work trip. But um I had some some nice uh, moments on the trip and the crowds were good. I, you know, I feel proud of the work I did on stage. You know, it wasn't all perfect, but that's part of the learning curve. I think my Friday night show was the best show I did for from what I read of the crowd. But I will say, I think my Boca show felt the best all, all around because Friday, although the crowd seemed responsive, the uh, he's like the owner GM, and, and it's a very different kind of club. I've been there for three years now. I've sold out every single year. It's a small room. It seats like 50 people. But still, I'm proud of that, and I sold out both shows. He's usually really nice to me, and he was very, um, on Friday night, every, very off with me very passive aggressive he made a comment about me on stage the last time I was there that he fell and hurt himself with his dog and it was like weird and kind of negative before I went on stage but passive aggressively and I was a little shocked and then after the show I mean I tried not to get in my head about it and dwell on the fact that I was feeling really off from him like feeling a very negative vibe from him and I was trying not to let it affect me which is hard for me because I let I take things very personal and I'm very sensitive but I think I did a really good job in shutting that down and like using it on stage and I felt like the audience responded really well and then when I asked him after the show how I did his first response was too many f-bombs in front of an audience member who has been seeing my show for the last three years bought me pastries from like a New Jersey deli, the whole uh, bakery, sorry, deli. And it was weird. I went back to my room that night. And um, after having to spend some time with the people that came to the show, this, this one guy is very sweet, but he's like, he's definitely like my dad's age. And like, he, (laughs) I think like is trying to flirt with me. I'm like, I do not want to do that. But he's a nice guy. And so you got to give time to the people that support you, right? He even said that the guy was off. He's like, the guy usually says hello to me. He didn't even, he wasn't friendly. And it, and he mentioned the joke he did about me with the dog thing was so weird. And anyway, I go back to my room. I had like two, three glasses of wine, feeling myself, feeling a little hyped up in a good way. But I wanted to, I did a stupid thing. I texted somebody I shouldn't have, um... But they responded like right away and said basically that they had been just thinking about me too. So I was like all excited. But uh, I shouldn't get excited because this person can't even physically see me in person, let alone sort of talk to me. So 
I let myself like go down the excited rabbit hole of, ooh, I get to voice read him and listen to his one-worded text responses like a moron that I am. Anyway, so the next morning I woke up and the owner, GM of the club, had sent me a message to call him and then he apologized for bringing it up in front of an audience member. And I was like, okay, fine. Started fresh. Saturday show went Saturday show he was like a completely different person he was like the person that I knew normally very nice very friendly and very upbeat and the crowd was a little tricky that last night but it's okay um that's you learn you know they were very like just different so I went with it and and now I'll, I'll share some clips from that in another episode um I'm what I what I took from it was you can't dwell in the moment because then you're going to mess your flow up and I've been feeling um and I've expressed this so many times before but when I got home I started to feel um like the the Sunday scaries or not the Sunday scaries like the Debbie Downer the trip's over now and now not Debbie Downer it's kind of like a you come off of the high because there's so many great things that are happening next tomorrow I have a meeting in the city for a show I'm supposed to be hosting um it's not like a it's not a comedy show it's a show on a streaming um a like a online platform and then I have um my manager booked me in another gig so there's some, some really great stuff going on but you know the love department sucks there was nobody my age that I could meet this week I mean there kind of was I have to say Shout out to the people in Boca, like Denise Isaacs, who brought me roses, all the people that showed up to Punta Gorda. My family came. Uh, my cousin came from two hours away. We family son. Um, shout out to Joe. He drove three hours from Daytona Beach. These people care. And I feel the love. And so even though I'm sitting over complaining about how the people, like the the male partner my life is missing... I have so many other things to be grateful for and I do embrace that and I'm trying to embrace that even more and replace it put that in the empty bucket I feel of like I just want that you know romance once in a while with somebody that isn't repulsed to be with me for whatever the reason is um like I was I came home today and I was laying on the couch before I went to pick up my daughter I was taking like a 10 minute nap Okay, I lied. I took like an hour nap. I feel guilty saying that, but I was super tired. My flight was really early and I left at 3.45 a.m. to drive to the airport in Fort Myers. So, and it was dark as F and foggy. The alligator alley was harder this morning than it was driving two and a half hours from Boca to Punta Gorda. But no alligators popped up and I made it through, thank God. But so all these experiences I'm doing on my own and it's independence and I feel great. And even if I did have a person there with me this weekend to like make love to and enjoy some sort of like romance, I don't even know how I would have fit that in because that would then mess up my workflow. Um, so in a way, it's like I know that I'm not really supposed to be with somebody right now. However, to even like go out and dates with somebody and have romance with them at some level would be great. And you know, I did invite somebody to Florida with me, which was a huge mistake to even offer that because I feel like I'm feeding into his ego now. Um, he may not come across as somebody who has an ego, but I feel like I've been feeding his ego. And I just feel shitty about myself. 
I don't want to feel shitty about myself. And I want him to, like, I even texted him, I wish you could get past everything. And just his response even to that was just like reflective of like, oh, that's cute that you think that. It's like, what? I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm sure he's going to listen to this and get annoyed, but you know what? Or not. Maybe he won't. I don't know. I don't know if he listens to my podcast anymore, but it's frustrating. I want to talk to this person or somebody, even not this person, somebody that just like I can meet and connect with. And it's been frustrating that I don't know how I will find a person that will actually fit with me. And I don't want to find them. I want them to appear Like, I don't want to have to go searching or feel like I'm on the prowl. And, you know, I don't... Okay, I'm I'm starting to drift off what I'm trying to say is that I'm feeling... It's wearing on my soul more than it ever has. That I've been not in a relationship with somebody in a long time that I really care about. Emotionally and physically, if ever. Because I, looking back at my ex-husband and I, I don't feel like it was the same for what I need and it's wearing on my soul like I'm I'm saying that because I'll sit for a second and get upset and just be really upset about it like I can't take it anymore I'm sick of it um and then there's other times I forget about it but like today was a day where I was just like I'm really frustrated man I'm I can't seem to and then my, my cousin was like, you picked lemons. But you know what? I can't help who I'm attracted to. That's the other thing. Yeah, I really don't want to be attracted to men who don't have an issue, who have an issue being with me. It's like, it's, and it's infuriating when I still talk with somebody and text with somebody who just can't even talk to me properly. And that's my own fault because I'm still engaging with the person in hopes that, I don't even know what I'm hoping for. This person hasn't, I haven't seen him in months. So like our virtual friendship or whatever you want to call it is wearing on my soul too. And I don't want to let go because then I feel like, well, then I'll never talk to him again. But maybe I should be like, good. He doesn't deserve to talk to me. He doesn't deserve to talk to me. He really doesn't. I feel like if you can't embrace me, then bye. And I I should stick to that. But I don't. I don't know why. So I'm trying to not dwell in my personal life just like I took that in my professional life this weekend. Although I was doing a little dwelling, but I wasn't like, I didn't let it affect my show. Um, I have to apply that to my personal life. And maybe I really need to actively... I mean, I definitely feel like I need to call my therapist. I have not seen her in a year, almost two years. And one big reason is because she's out of network and it's expensive. But so that's a big reason. And the other reason is like, I don't know what, like, it's like I, I keep hearing the same, I've heard the same thing from her, but I haven't talked to her in a long time. And maybe if I talk to her about this issue I'm having and how it's make, it's made me feel very sad about myself and I hate when people say you can't take it personally oh shut up shut the fuck up 
What are we, what are we supposed to do? How are you not supposed to take these things personally? Um, especially when you haven't had it ever. Love and romance with a man that you're uncontrollably attracted to, you know? I mean, I had it with one person, but I feel like that was a whole fraud. But, and it wasn't real relationship, so... Like tonight, I really wanted to message. He checked in with me, this this guy, which I liked. But I also wanted to be like, I want to talk to you. I want to see you. Either shut the fuck up or talk to me <laughs> and see me. But I didn't want to say that because I knew what the answer was going to be. Because he will just say, fine, goodbye. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm in such a melancholy state about it. Of course, I'll create from it. Of course, I'm going to move forward. And of course, I'm going to tell you what happens with my therapist because we are making a therapy session. Stay tuned to hear what happens. Upcoming shows divorced are going to be on my website, divorcedstoryshow.com. And I have to release one of the guest episodes I had um, this week. I haven't done that. I'm running behind on that. But um, I think we had an author, Dawn Diaz. I also have, I think, an older episode with Single Mommying Awesomely. She's great. Um, And I'm going to start doing, but I really am going to just start doing more, like, stuff like this. This is what I like my podcast to be, is the diary entry. And I feel like, I don't know, I don't know if it hits anybody else, but is 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 it ever feel like you're never going to get out of the cycle that you're in? I mean, I can't get out of it. It's just, I feel, I feel like every single man I meet is, I'm grossly not attracted to and they like me, or if I find chemistry with them, they are allergic to me. Um, and it's not even, I haven't, it's like I put myself out there sort of, even when I go to do my shows and it's like crickets. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just in, a, in a really funky state about it. So hopefully my therapist will have some new perspective on it. Or she'll just say you're an idiot. And this is the same conversation we've had for the last 10 years. Okay, stay tuned for more. Happily ever divorced after. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to go check out my comedy special on Amazon Prime Video. Michelle Drena, Divorce Diaries.